The third season of the business podcast Grow Now will address a multitude of questions that every entrepreneur has encountered or has asked himself at least once. The untold story of what an entrepreneur's life is made of, the enthusiasm and the true beauty of entrepreneurship, a journey that happens either because of necessity or due to the opportunities presented. But is it for everyone? Join us for the answers that this exciting new season has in store. Hello, my dear friends and listeners, and welcome back to your weekly podcast. How many guarantees do you want in life and business? Or let me ask you differently. Are you a control freak? Okay, I do hear you. Um, Most of you may not see the connection between the two. And yet, when we want to have guarantees that things will turn out exactly the way we want it, we become control freak quite easily. And before answering the question, just ask around you, your team, your partners, even friends and family, and you may be surprised by the answer. As a rule, usually, except in very extreme cases, a control freak will not even notice. They will slowly realize once they take a few questions and a few tests. You see, there are a few signs that can indicate that you or, um, you know, somebody around might be what we are calling a control freak. And you may want to take the test yourself. For example, these are the kind of signs that you may notice. They value safety more than anything else. They want to be right, not only because they know better, it's also for the good of anyone or everyone around them, because they are not only fighting for their own cause, but for a noble cause. Third, they are low risk takers. Fourth, I guess, try, they try to make sure they win no matter what. Five, they are looking for ways to find guarantees and so to make sure Nothing, absolutely nothing, take them by surprise. Because, yes, they do hate surprises. I mean, what we are calling bad kind of surprises, isn't it? Now, some of you may have, you know, kind of smiled right now and say, no, 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 not at all. You know, this is not me. So here is the final sign or the final question. From 1 to 10, 10 being maximum, How stressed are you on a daily basis? How anxious? How much do you worry about things that might get wrong? And prepare in your head the worst case scenario, just in case that is happening. And providing that is happening, I know what you're saying. Well, in case it is happening, at least I'm ready, isn't it? Does this resonate a little bit more? Because chances are you may be one of those people. In reality, the more anxious and the more worried we are about the future, the more we try to put things in place to make sure nothing bad happens. And that may generate all the rest of behavior mentioned before, you know, like valuing safety, wanting to be right, um, not taking a lot of risk, making sure you're winning, um, making sure there are not surprises, and so on and so forth. Is this ringing a bell a little bit more right now? 
The reason I'm asking this is, surprisingly for me, few of my entrepreneurs' clients during the week were quite anxious and did not longer see clear um, their future or their situation in the present. So we went precisely into this topic. Now, of course, an amount of stress is quite normal for entrepreneurs. Like um, someone say, you know, there is what we call the positive stress, the one who keeps us up and going with high adrenaline and so forth. And yet, most of the time, on the long run, the stress is affecting the life of a business owner. It's quite common when we think about it. We can talk about the mental charge when there are too many things to do and maybe not enough time. Yet, most of the stress is added because of worries about the future. I did not sign the, any contracts or any clients this month. Maybe I'll never sign a new client again. You know, that small voice inside your head. Um, this client did not pay yet and it's been already one week. Um, maybe they will never pay me and so forth. You see, these are the kind of example of things that are to be happening in the future that are helping, that are keeping our mind busy right now. As soon as we go into that worries and anxiety, we stop being in the present and we are living in the future. We say when we live in the past, we are depressed and when we live in the future, we are anxious. So why not trying to be present for a longer period of time? You see, one great question one can ask itself, himself, herself, um, in order to bring back the present, it's what kind of problem am I facing right now in this present moment? Like in this present moment, do I have any clients at all? Do I have any money at all? Right? When asked why people worry so much, you know, most of the time out of curiosity, I ask people, you know, like, why are you worrying so much about something that is, you know, possible, but in the future, we have no guarantees, the future didn't happen yet, it cannot be right, and so and so forth. Most people, in life and in business actually is the same, they say the same thing. I want to be prepared for the worst. They are worrying so much about all the bad scenario in their head because they want to be prepared for the worst. And yet the worst is never certain. And second, imagining what is happening when you estimate, for example, a fire will start in your building and you want to be Prepare, just in case. You know, what we do when we think that will be a fire? Maybe we put a fire suit on, uh, just in case. Maybe we add some oxygen mask and, and a helmet and so forth and so forth. All good after that. You feel safe. Now go to work with that suit and helmet and oxygen mask on. Or at least try using your computer. That's not that easy, isn't it? And all that because you want it to be safe. Make sure nothing bad happens and you are not even living anymore. Because what kind of life is that one? You see, worries never take away tomorrow's challenge. They only take today's peace. In reality, the people who have this anxiety 
um, these worrying issues, if you want, are often people who have low self-confidence. Why? Because any entrepreneur know every day unexpected shit happens. Excuse my French. And we deal with them. Meaning, even when we want to control everything, we can physically not. The only guarantee we have in life is that I trust myself that no matter what may happen to me, I know how to handle. How do I know that? How do you know you will be able to handle no matter what is happening in your life? Because any of you, any of you listening to me right now, has a 100 success rate on the going through rough days. Because whatever happened, you overcome it. Otherwise, you could not be here any longer. So anytime that you have those rough days, those, you know, uh, tough moments, remember that your success rate going to difficult situation, it's actually 100% hope this helps. So why not work a little bit more on your own self-confidence and trusting the process instead of, instead of trying to make sure nothing bad ever happens. And again, don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm not saying to do stupid things just because you are confident. That actually is called overconfident and is destroying us. It's us destroying us low confidence, by the way, in different in different directions. So nobody says to take huge risk just because you trust yourself. I mean, you are not stupid. Nobody will try to say jump for the third floor because you have self-confidence. That's stupid, isn't it? Yet, this is an important key in, in what I just said. Ask, ask, ask yourself, what is the difference between anxiety, worry, stress, and risks? You see, risks are something that we can assess, that we can measure, that we can, you know, know how real they are. Uh, what are the probability for that to happen? Which, um, within which timing and within which condition and what may happen providing the risk manifest. And that is when we use our logic and our rationale and we try to define a matrix of different risks and assets. So we want to assess them based on the few criteria that we just mentioned and eventually decide what we do with them, how may avoid them or how may reduce them or simply accept that we may not want to lose this game. So I'm not trying to even play. Does it make sense? While worrying is based on something that is more um, a sort of a future bad things that may happen, a risk assessment is based on a problem that I have right now or a problem that can generate a bigger problem in the future, yet that it's real, that, that I can assess, that I can, I can measure and then I can mitigate eventually. You see, the worry and the stress in general, it's linked to what is most likely to happen in our own mind, in our own projection, in our own horror movie. And most of the time when we think about that as business owners, what we worry about is something says that says like, well, 
that will take away our safety, uh, our financial safety, our business. I will lose everything. My family will lose everything. I guess that most of you listening to me right now are familiar with those kind of thoughts. Which brings me to a very important point. People want safety. They consider this as a huge value. And yet, they also want money. And most of the time, they also want a business with fulfilling, creative, fun, with great experience and so forth. So how do we reconcile the safety, the money, and the joy factor? You see, when we value safety too much, we may affect how much money we are actually making and how much fun we have in the process. When we value money too much, we may affect our own safety or financial business safety. And when we want only to have fun, we also endanger our safety and our finances. So the key is in balance, like always. Finding balance between the safety, the money and the joy factor. Take some risk based on your own capacity of appreciating risk. And again, we are all different facing, you know, our risk appetite anyhow. Yet remember that the boat is always safe in the harbor. Yet, this is not what it was designed for. Or like Tony Robbins says, the safest place on earth is in prison. So maybe you can find something else that can create a feeling of safety that is not necessarily coming from your main work or your main business. Think about it for a while. So hope this makes you reflect for each of you where you, you know, where are you right now? Where do you put, invest your time and energy? how much of that it's in your own anxiety and your own stress and worries about the future and maybe now that you know the alternative you may find a better way of thinking of the real problem that you're facing right now thank you for listening and for more information on her business coaching ebooks and mastermind programs please visit mitraluka.com